This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Welcome to Talking Halos, Derek C. Apollo, my co-host, my partner in crime, John Crane. Jared is out tonight. He'll be back on Saturday night for recording for our Sunday show because I'm going to be going to Cleveland to cause hate and discontent throughout the world there. John, are you causing hate and discontent throughout the world? No, I'm just going to work and, and coming home and walking my dog and taking care of business. Taking care of business? Taking care of business, no problems. Not 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 creep. Not not stirring up anything that I know of right now. <laughs> You're not crap stirring, huh? No, it's little, no. It's a little bit weird now that the season's kind of winding down. It feels almost like we're winding down. We're not though. We're going to keep going throughout the off season as we get to the hot stove, and it's getting to be that point though where you know the Angels just lost two out through the Yankees. They were it was nice to get that win in New York, by the way, three two win. Some pitching there for crying out loud. Um, but it is just a different feeling when your team is done. Really, isn't it? Just kind of off. Like, Well, they're not done because they, they seem to lose somebody else. They keep, seem to make news oh, yeah. every every day, lose somebody. You know, and again, it, for me, it's kind of disappointing. I mean, I, and, I, and I'm, I like to – I would love to watch the Yankees and the, uh, and the Angels games, but they're – you know, by the time I get in the car, yesterday was social media day. And I was tweeting from my desk at work, uh, and uh, but otherwise I, I wasn't able to really. I caught the end of the game, uh, both times the very end of the game. But yeah, that was a nice win yesterday. Um, but you know, I, I mean, um, let's tonight, wait though. for the next announcement. Let's wait for the next announcement of who's done for the season Another at this injury. point. Yeah, it's yeah. been hard to watch. I mean, I have to admit, it's, I've, I have found it very hard to watch his games right now, and. I'm going to get into why in a minute. It's not what you think. It's not that they're playing bad baseball, why I'm having a hard time watching the games. It's not that at all. I mean, they are playing bad baseball, but the real reason I'm having a hard time has everything to do with who's actually playing. I mean, my whole purpose for September is, is to look at the young guys, and 
those guys, they're not playing much. They're not playing much. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that here in a second. Before we do, we do want to remind you that we are a new podcast. And with that new podcast, what we need from you is a little bit of support here. Not asking for a bunch of cash or anything. We're just asking you to help us spread the word. Two ways you can do it. Go over to Apple Music, leave a review, a nice five-star review. Five-star review. And if you're, hey, you like us and you don't want to leave anything lower than the five-star, but you think we need to do more to be a five-star, hey, that's great. That's great. Email us at talkinghalos at gmail.com. Give us your feedback. We really appreciate that feedback. Let us know what we can improve this off-season and what you like about what we do. Okay, that's that's a big deal to us. John, myself, Jared, our goal here is to provide you the best possible angels content we can provide, and that comes from your feedback. Okay. Also, no, we can help us is just spread the word. When you're going to the ball, ballpark next week, and you want to, hey, say, hey, buddy, check out this podcast, Talking Halos. They're, they are going to be on this offseason with all the free agency news, all the trades, and we're going to do some more history stuff this offseason as well. Hey, you know that's that's perfect. That's perfect to help support us. We really appreciate it, and. There you go. There's my spiel for that. John, I was just looking at a running log today here. I was spending some time because it's been bothering me a little bit that we haven't heard much about these type of call-ups. Like they're, they don't seem to be playing all that much. And so I started writing down the stats and, and looking at what these guys have done thus far during the month of September. And I want I just want to run these stats pot by you and get I see a lot of zeros. Well, I see a lot of zeros. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I don't right? understand when you sent this to me because I can't fully read. It. I see, you know, it's nice. I understand. I understand a lot of it. You don't have the categories headline, but I do see a lot of zeros. And now as you're talking, I'm understanding exactly where you're going with this. But go ahead. I apologize. I, I might. I <laughs> All right. By the so. way, just real quick. If anybody does want to give us cash. I will be at game. You know, just tell me what section to meet oh you at. Gosh. I mean, <laughs> you just can't take stuff off the table. We if there's do. Well, there. no, I'm not out there asking for cash. We do need. Cash, no, we're not asking we need, for We need cash. sponsors. Yeah, but, I know. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying. If somebody has this urge to, yeah, to give us gosh. cash, sponsor we, the show. We'll get I'm a Patreon there. up. We'll get a Patreon Pardon? up here this off season. We'll get a Patreon up, and so if people want to help keep us going. Yeah, um, they'll be able to do, they, do things that way. Hopefully, a sponsor as well. All right, so September call-ups, okay? First one I'll look at, Luke Barr. Now, Luke Barr coming into September, let's just be honest. Luke Luke Barr's been a little rough, okay? But I wanted to look at his numbers and see overall where he's been. So entering tonight, now this is not count tonight, okay? I have not looked the box score even. I, I only, I've only seen the score. I didn't get a chance to watch the game. So I will watch the game later. I'll look at the box score then. But coming into tonight... Luke Bard, this September, five games, one opener, 10 innings pitched, giving up three runs, 2.7 ERA, 10 strikeouts, a 1.52 ERA, 0.06 whip. That's a nice September. Luke Bard didn't play today, so he didn't play. So that's a nice September. From a guy who's struggled throughout this year. Man, this is like their tryout right now, right? This is their tryout. Mm-hmm. So he's done very well and against some very good teams, by the way. Some very good teams in September. Alberto Mejia. He's an interesting guy because he has a nice fastball, does ride a little bit, and he's also a little wild, though. He's got a zero ERA in six appearances thus far. 
But the Angels have only kept him in for a hit or two. He's at 3.1 innings pitched. Okay, 3.1 innings pitched. He's, he's, not, he's given up one hit. That's nice. But three walks. So basically a walk, almost a walk an inning. That's not good. Just one. <coughs> that's not good at all. So that's a problem right there. I don't know. I, I like Mejia a lot. I see potential in him. I don't think he has the control though right now to really stick with. There's a reason why he's on. He's been on three teams this summer. I mean, that, that's and he doesn't have control. So well, it'd be nice to see if they can keep him for next year and see if they can keep developing him. But I mean, we have a lot. Of, I mean, the bullpen to me is 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 strong. If they can just get a little more, little more rest, and I think this off season is going to be nice, and if uh, I mean it's going to be helpful for our bullpen situation. I know we do; they are trying out these people, but um, I'm, you know, I, I just think the bullpen needs to be used as a bullpen, and hopefully next season that that'll be a goal of ours, yeah. not to have them uh, pitching six to seven innings of each game. I mean that's the obvious objective at this point. You have to be living under a rock and be an Angels fan to not know. I mean, like if you're an Angels fan who doesn't know anything what's going on with the team, there's right away it's two things: catcher and starting pitching. That's what you need, and everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. Jake Jewell, a six thirty five ERA, six point three five ERA at three games this year, this month, five point two innings, six hits given up. Four runs. He's got nine strikeouts, but he's also allowing hitters to hit 273 against him. I'm concerned about Jewel. I know some people like his arm, but he's just not been right since the injury. He wasn't even pitching well before his injury last year. So I don't know what the Angels' plans are for him, but I got to think his leash is getting short now. Mm-hmm. Well, he pitched, he got one out this game. He did? Did he? Did he? Yeah. <laughs> Give him a run he got too. one out. Uh, no, no, okay. zero runs. Zero right, runs, so, one out is what he did. He right. pitched, uh, so he got one guy out and, and moved on. Okay, oh, last pitcher here, Taylor Cole. He's been up and down throughout the year. Entering tonight, he had three innings pitched this um, this month. Had, uh, let's see, he's been hit, though. Three innings pitched, 3 ERA, but he's been getting hit. He's hitting 300 against him, and that was entering tonight. I like him too. It was that month in July where Taylor Cole was dominant in July. He really showed what he can do, and then ever since then he's really struggled. And I'm kind of wondering what's going to happen with him in the long term. What is the uh, what will be? You know, Taylor's getting up there in age. He's no, he's not a young buck anymore. And he's, so, is this it for him? For as an angel, is this is this it? That's my question about him. Yeah, I didn't realize how old he was. And we got a picture of him. That my my wife and her and our friend got a picture of him last spring. Um, and I've learned a lot about learned a lot about him this season more. But yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not a young kid. He's in mid twenties, right? No, man. Go look again. Go look again. He's, he's older. No, he's not older than that. Go look again. How old is Taylor Cole? Come on, where you been? I don't have it in front of me. Where's it at here? Oh, Are you, you seriously? You know what? I'm going yeah. to go ahead and say I'm, so, I'm not a stack geek, so you, you just you know, you're going to learn you're that the old one guy. Day. You're, 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 you're going to learn that. I'm a no, stack I'm geek. convinced you, you knew what it was, questions. and you're just old. <laughs> 
Yeah. You're just yeah. old. You, you don't want to admit the fact that you didn't know how old he was. Well, I don't how know how old he was. I told you. I, to, I, I tried to tell you. He's 30, man. He's 30 years old. I just want to give you a hard He's time. He's 30 years old? Yes. It's, so yeah. his time is yeah. running short here in terms of, so, you know, will, it find, will he find himself as being a viable in this league or not? A viable reliever in this league. You know, um, tonight, Justin Anderson pitches an inning, gives up one hit, gets a strikeout. Middleton, an inning, two strikeouts. Del Pozo gets hammered, and Jewel finishes the game. So, Heaney, another rough night for him, by the way. Another rough night for Heaney. Six earned runs in five innings. Not his best. He so, he's struggling of late. He just, yeah, I just hope we get a clean sweep. I mean, you know, God God bless him. I, I really like Andrew Heaney. I really do. Oh, I do um, too. Pardon? I, I do too. I really He's do. got nice yeah, I stuff, like, John. I like him a lot. But, you know, it's just he, you know, we had those. Yeah, I, I said it earlier this season. So I guess I'll stay on the record. You know, at what point do these guys, do, do we, you know, do they turn into at least consistent? Consistent. I'm not looking for, you know, an ace. I'm just saying a consistent, you know, hey, fourth, fifth starter, whatever, third, whatever. Um, consistency. That's what I, that's what the Angels need out of Andrew Heaney. Um, well, a good John, five, six innings every game. Pardon? In fairness, in fairness to him, he's playing the Yankees tonight. And the Yankees have been hitting the cover off the baseball. So give him some leeway there. But really, this last month or so with Andrew Heaney, he had that. He remember he had that starts going eight innings, fourteen strikeouts. He was looking like he's finally figuring yeah. it all out, and then his stuff's been a little off this month. And it may be just because the year, dude. We we can't forget about the fact it's just been that kind of year. It's been everything has just been so messed up. These guys are probably just done mentally. You, most of your teams on the DL, sorry, the IL, and now you're relying on these young guys. And going over the hitters though, Justin Bohr, four games. Four at bats, four strikeouts. Think his time is done as an angel? I think, I think so. Fan, I, you, yeah, I think so too. I think the fans think so. would like his time to be done with, okay. with the angels. Yeah. I'm as far the, just get, getting back to uh, um, to Andrew Heaney. I mean, if anybody on this team that needs an off season, and I don't even know how that's you know, I mean, I, I don't know how it's going to help him mentally, but that man needs this season just to end and yeah. uh, hopefully be a fresh a fresh. Uh, start next year and as much as you know you can't wipe everything out that's happened or he'll never wipe out the memory uh but um that guy just needs this season to end i, I think a lot of fans need this season to end to be honest with you no it's really weird because i go, i talked about the last time we were um the 1990s and i remember those teams just being you know 71 and 91 70 and 92 those were some awful awful teams but it almost feels like there was more hope for those teams than there is right now. Now, again, this, we're talking feelings, okay? Feelings does not translate to reality. And we've already talked numerous times about how the pieces are in place for a quick turnaround here. But the way this season went it was, was just so demoralizing as people who follow the team that it's really easy for us to just feels, get the feels <laughs> about just how bad it is. And now we're at the end, and we're seeing these guys drop like flies. Renhefo's down. We'll talk about him in a little bit. You know, Mike Trout's getting surgery. Upton's down. Lestella never came back. We lost Skaggs. It's just been that kind of year. Otani's out now. 
when you say when you say hope for this team, I don't know that I have a lot of hope for this particular team, but I have optimism that this team will be uh, improved in the offseason. Because if we just were to bring this whole team back, I don't know that I would have a lot of hope for success. Uh, you know, but but if we can add some. Put, add some uh, key cogs, especially in the pitching and catching department. Um, I think this team is primed to have – I'll have a lot of hope for them next year. I mean, let's be honest about this for a minute, John. Let's just totally open this up. And we've seen a lot of people trash Artie Moreno in the last few months. Okay, they've – I've seen people accuse him of not wanting to win. I've seen people accuse him of being a horrible owner, all this jazz. And it's like they forgot his first 10 years running the team. Okay, The entire reason the Angels are in the bind they're in is Artie Moreno. And it's not a bad thing, by the way. Artie Moreno went for a World Series. That's yeah, what he did. Because he, oh, he overspent, and which is he what everybody's well, yeah. telling you. So the man overspent on so many players, and now everybody's criticizing him for not spending. And, and, and well, that's yeah, what caused the, that's, that's why I said even what if we go out if these people if the whoever we get doesn't pan out they the people that are criticizing him for spending will be the same people that will be criticizing him for spending too much. Well, it'd be even funnier. Let's say they go out there and sign Garrett Cole, and Garrett Cole blows out something his first year. Yeah, those are, those Every, people are going to be. <laughs> yep. Everybody and their brother right now will be saying, great signing, great signing. They had to do it. They had to do it. And this time next year, will be saying, oh, it's a horrible contract, a horrible deal. Dude, seriously. Here's the reality on Arden Moreno, John. And, I mean, this is kind of rehashing a little bit. Arden Moreno gets 2013, 2014. Here's your shot. They go for the World Series. They spend all this money. They, they blow a lot of this capital in the minor league system. They, well, let's just be honest. They blow almost all their minor league capital that was seeking to win. That's that's what happened. It wasn't that he was not caring about the team. It wasn't that he was not caring about winning. He was trying to win. It was all about winning for Arnie Moreno. And the reason why I mention that now is I think the chessboard is in position now to where they can go spend again. Right now, we keep saying that now's the time. If you're going to spend money, now's the time to do it because you have that gap in the farm system where while you're spending on the free agents, those guys up the big league club will be covering for the guys who are developing right below right now in single A, going to double A, hopefully. Okay? So now's the time to do it. Now it's totally the time to do it. Go spend the money. Those servers your gap guys, too. It's That's how you spend big money, but spend it uh, but jeez, I can't even get the word up, but spend it smartly. There we go. Tongue twister. That's how you do it. And when I'm looking at the free agency period here, and we're talking about Garrett Coles, possibly Grendahl, the catcher, we'll, we'll talk about him in a minute. Those guys are going to be worth the money because you not only are getting a chance to win now with them, but they are holding a spot for somebody coming up. They're allowing you to be able to develop guys behind them instead of there being a gap right there at the major league level. So let's say we go out and get Cole, and we get uh, um, and we get Grandal, and we get another pitcher. Do do Angel fans do they give credit to Artie Moreno? Do they give credit to Billy Epler? 
Um, I mean, this is the plan. I mean, again, this is the plan. And we, we're going to have to shut up we about the plan after plan. next year. This is, I mean, but it is on paper. It is set up exactly what you said. I mean, and it took me as a fan to learn to have this laid out by you over this season, uh, pretty early on in the mi- middle of the season, I guess I started to really understand what's what was going on here. And um, but I mean, like we all know, yeah. So, but if they get all these people, do do we finally do we hear Artie's okay? Do we hear Billy Epler's okay? And I think we all agree too. If it doesn't work out, if if things don't happen, Billy Epler's on a short on a very short leash at this point. Do you not agree? I think we all agree, and that would be to me a shame because I don't think his rebuild's done yet. I don't think he's done, but I don't see how the Angels can justify keeping him longer if they go in the off season and they don't make a splash. I think they're at that point now, like after four years, and you've been slowly rebuilding the depth of the system, and people can look at the system and they can find different holes in there. There's been no better time right now to go ahead and go for it and spend. So if they don't, you're really putting you're well, you know you're you're, <laughs> you're putting this fan base in a position to just outright suck it up for one more year, and you're asking them to suck it up for Mike Trout. Mike Trout, you sent this article over. Mike Trout was injured. Now I didn't even realize it. Third straight year he'll play less than 140 games. We're starting to see injuries pop up in him. And that's giving me a little bit of the Albert Pujols heebie-jeebies. That's not a good feeling. And I'm one of the guys who felt like, hey, this this was a great deal for them. And I still think it is, by the way, for them to go ahead and sign that full 12-year deal. Because in the end, the value of it is going to be just as big as it is now. He's not making $60 million a year in 12 years. He's staying close to what he makes now. So I I look at the overall picture, and I think it's bright. I just don't think they can wait anymore. I don't think they can wait anymore. I don't think the, the free agent period for 2020, or 20, is the year after that, 2020, 2021, those aren't deep. And that's the case. They'll have, to, they'll have to move through trades if they want to get somebody. So now's the time. Go ahead and go get your free agents. Go ahead and use those guys as kind of these your your stars of today while building your stars of tomorrow. But you know, John, we went on a task here. We were talking about the, the minor leaguers' temper call-ups. I can't believe we just totally went away from that. Ty- Taylor Ward, he's been a little injured of late. One for eleven in six games. One double. A point nine uh, ERA. ERA batting average. Four strikeouts. Jared Walsh, ten games, three for twenty-two hitting. One home run, two RBS, nine strikeouts, hitting 136. Michael Hermosillo, nine games, four for 13. Okay. But six strikeouts, hitting 308 with a point, you know, with a 500 on base percentage. Anthony Bemboom, eight games, one for 16, six strikeouts, a point zero six three batting average. John, I'm sorry that that's not cutting it. I mean, overall, of all summer call-ups, the guys who've been most decent, Luke Bard and Michael Hermosillo, and Hermosillo still has six strikeouts and 13 at-bats. It's not pretty. But but of, of these September call-ups, I mean, how many are, uh, call me naive, how many of these guys are the, are the guys that we're really looking at 
to be on the team next year. Well, Taylor Ward. I, mean, I would was, think if we're going to have any of them on the team, they would be the ones that would already been up. Um, it sure would be nice if we could keep some people in, in a full minor, in a full season to develop, uh, and that's the biggest hope for next year. But explain. I mean, I understand Anthony Bamboom, but if we get a catcher, then we don't need Anthony Bamboom. Uh, yeah, Bamboom. but there's no catching depth either. There's really no catching depth in the Angels organization right now. I mean, they, but you're they, ta- I'm talking about at the major league level. I'm talking both. I mean, who do they have a catcher? Max Stassi? He's fine defensively. He's a decent caller. We asked why they went and got him. He can't hit for anything. Ben Boom's not hitting for anything. This is an Achilles heel for the Angels overall, the catching position. And then you look at the other guys, Justin Bohr, we can say he's done. All right. But Taylor Ward for me was a big deal because he's been on the cusp now for a couple of years. And this is a first round draft pick. And we know a lot of these guys fail, they don't make it, but at some point you got to find out what you're going to get in Taylor Ward. Is he going to be able to hit major league pitching and him getting sick and then and his few at-bats, he's, he's not hit well, that's concerned. Jared Walsh, you know, he's 26 years old. He has shown power at the minor leagues, but he comes up. He doesn't do very well. This month he's got, you know, 10 games, a 136 batting average. you got to do something when you come up. If you want to be the big club next year, this team has decisions to make with their minor league system, and they need to be able to to evaluate you in game and see something. And hopefully, they are. You don't always see it in the numbers right away, but you know the only you got two players: Luke Bard has pitched well this month, and Michael Hermosillo. And Michael Hermosillo has six strikeouts. I mean, that to me, it's a little concerning. You would think. Um, you be well, not whether you would think, you would hope that a couple of these young guys will perform decently during their time in September. Now, hey, I could be a week from now as the season's closing, all these guys could have a great week. But I think really even more than that, John, they're not playing enough. Do you think uh, now, as a fan, I look at this and I say, do you think it's just because of the the absolute decimation of injuries i mean we don't you have to have a reason to go to the ballpark we don't have otani we don't have trout i mean what, who do we have we have pool holes um and andleton simmons yeah but john what i'm saying here is what, what i'm really kind of getting to is in terms of the players that are up the reason to go to the ballpark should be those guys to see the young guys up close in a major league uniform and See for yourself as a fan what might be in the future. These guys, to me, right now, aren't giving fans a reason to look to the future. They're, they're all those naysayers out there, the Twitter trolls that we just love to debate. Which I, by the way, have been backing off from that. Um, oh, come on! They're don't, going don't to town with this right now. They're, they're going to go to town with this. Oh, those, look at these guys that can't perform anything at all. But here's the real problem, and no one's really noticing these guys. To me, with all these injuries, I'd play them all every freaking day. All of them. Taylor Taylor Ward, when he's back and healthy, every day. Jared Wall should play every day. Hermosillo should play every day. And I think they're starting to, by the way. Play these guys every single day from this point on. You have nothing to lose by playing these guys and giving them a chance in some everyday Major League Baseball. You're playing the Astros twice. The A's still left over. Those are three great pitching teams coming in. You know... That's a great 
time, a great chance to see these guys against major league pitching, really good major league pitching. Put them out there. Why not play them? How did, we, how did we totally reverse on this whole argument? Because I was the one who used to say that. What the heck? Just we ain't going to win, so throw them out there. Well, it's a and different situation I'm, now. But, 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 pardon? It's a different situation now. You, you, all your guys are dropping like flies, man. I know. Th- there's no reason to not reason play them. That at, least, at least let some of the guys who are still standing there get, get, give the fans a reason to – I know I know. you say that fans want to go and see the young guys uh, play or perform or maybe not perform. I mean, definitely like a Jared Walsh, definitely, um, and uh, Taylor Cole. But well, I, I – John, let me, let me back up. Let, let me – Okay. Let me restate my feeling on this, okay? But let, me, okay. let me clarify. Yeah. You sound okay. like me a little bit a second ago. That's well, it's, it's okay sometimes, okay? But the situation changed twofold. A, when I made the arguments with these, with the, you know, for the older guys to play, that's back when they had a chance to go 500. At least try and get the 500, all right? At least try and play to win. Now, when you start seeing guys dropping like flies, they're selling the water now at this point, okay? And... You look at the stats that are put in front of you, the numbers game here, and you're realizing, like, for example, Taylor Ward. The guy played every day down in Salt Lake. Jared Walsh played every day in Salt Lake. They were getting at-bats every day. Now they're coming up in September, and they're barely using them at all, at least early on. How is that good for them when you're trying to evaluate them? It's like it's like you're pinch hitting every game, right? You know, you know how hard to get a, a pinch hit. Same kind of concept here. These guys are sitting on the bench for three, four, five days in a row before they finally go play. That cannot be good for any kind of rhythm whatsoever. So you might as well, with guys getting hurt, you might as well let these young guys play. And what I mean by the fans, I'm saying the fans that are left over either have two reasons to go at this point. They're the diehards who want that look at the players. They want that opportunity to see these young guys and maybe even sneak some interviews because these guys are, are you know, <laughs> not interviews, sneak some, sneak some, some autographs. Okay. Pictures. Autographs. Pictures. Yeah, 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 sure. Absolutely. This I'm one of those chance. guys, yeah. You no, know, these, these young guys are much more willing to do that with you than as they get older, you know. And the second thing would be, hey, it's late in the year. Other sports like the Rams and Chargers, they're starting to kick off. They cost a bunch more, and I can go see a, a professional baseball game for eight bucks. Let's go spend the afternoon there. Those are the two kind of fans you're going to get right now. Maybe, maybe someone will give me a different one, and that's possible too. But the, to me, that's the two core fans: the, the diehards who want to see young kids play, and, want, and then there's the people who, who kids just want to go see a ballpark for cheap. That's the yeah, but, no. Go ahead. I mean, if that's the case, just play the young guys. Just go play him. Keep Simmons Boy, healthy. He's been hurt this year. Keep these guys healthy. Well, I agree with keeping the guys healthy. I just, at this point, looking at the lineup, so, uh, cool. Yeah, the top five. And then we got still got Simmons. Uh Oh, but you, but you, so, but you see, so yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I definitely see your point. But at this point, the team is so decimated. They're already, uh, everybody's getting ripped. Um, I don't think putting out a bunch of, uh, you know, 
smaller names, minor league names, a lot of people like me wouldn't recognize two years ago. I wouldn't but even know who these people John, were. you're down to your last two home series of the year. At this point, who cares? Go play the young kids. Seriously. It's not like you're trying to sell tickets for an entire season at this point. Who cares? Go get how are how how are the Angels supposed to evaluate, for example, Jared Walsh or Taylor Ward? Both guys who are gonna be twenty six ish, twenty seven ish as by the time you know twenty twenty is around. Okay, twenty six ish. How are they supposed to evaluate them on a daily basis if they're not out there getting any shots on a daily basis? They're not out there hitting regularly. They need to hit regularly. Let these guys play this this last week. This last week can change. Let them play. Let them go. Well, I, I will say I will say this to you: with Goodwin, Fletcher, Calhoun, Pulholes, Simmons uh, in the lineup today, we lost nine to one. So I guess it really can't get that much worse. <laughs> yeah, it can get worse. Simmons gets a major injury. Knock on wood. Okay. Yeah. That's worse. He's still in your future for the near future. Fletcher, he's in your plans for the future. You want him getting hurt next? Why risk it? Why risk it? Get these guys, start resting them up a little early. Let these young guys go out there and try and prove themselves. But to some extent, that's what they're doing. I mean, some of these guys, I mean, I guess they all do have legitimate injuries, but they're just kind of... Yeah, they're pulling them earlier. Yeah, they were, uh, yeah. I, I mean, you know, I, it's it's hard to argue. It's like it doesn't really matter, to be honest with you. I do see your point, and your point, like I said, we've reversed points on this one because I was the one who was saying just let the, play the kids. I was the one saying play the kids, and you're well, saying it would affect their psyche. You're saying if they go out there and they get they get hammered or they you know they they screw up that their psyche is going to be be damaged. Whoa, whoa, John, hold on. That part was about pitching. That was okay. about pitching. Remember that now? That was yeah, the no, I know. about, about I know exactly what you're about. I'm talking about in terms of these September call-ups. Their entire reason they're called up in September is so major league teams can evaluate them so they can get playing time. Jared Walsh, it's September 19th. Jared Walsh has been up since the beginning here. He's only got 22 at-bats. It's the 19th. Hermosillo. 13 at-bats. It's the 19th of September. So he's getting less than a bat a day right now. That well, both of, both of those two got three at-bats today each. Yeah, well, they, both of them they, got three at-bats. Well, good. Today. They need more. Let them just go up. Just, just let them. Because how are you supposed to know? How are you, Let them see how they work against major league. See their approach to the game at a major league level. See how they operate. Why not? That's the reason why I want to go over these, these calls because the numbers I'm seeing – they're not getting a ton now. Mejia, six appearances. That's cool. That's good. And he's been fine. Not striking anybody out, though. Let him go. Let him go. Just unleash the Kraken with these guys, okay? I'm serious. Unleash the Kraken. Unleash the Kraken. <laughs> unleash the Kraken. All right, folks. That's the conversation for today. There are a couple of things you want to get into. Uh, but it's getting late, and I'm cranky. So we're going to wrap this thing up. We'll be back this weekend. We have things to talk about still. We want to get more into the catcher situation. We want to talk a little more about Brad Ausmus. He did. Um, he had an article out this week about Ausmus and how he's reflecting on the season. We want to look at the new top 30 for the Angels. We'll do it when Jared's back. And we want to talk about Mike Trout. We mentioned it earlier. Third straight year he's hurt. 
Luis Ranjifo gets out now, the left-hand injury. He's on the 60-day DL. So all those things in mind, we have a lot to talk about for this weekend's podcast. In the meantime, John, any final thoughts? No. No, I'm good. This is uh it's just I'm just wait I'm you know, I'm I'm gonna go I got a couple games left on the schedule. Uh I'm I'm, I'm waffling on the uh Otani shirt night, but I will definitely be <laughs> there on the uh that's the the twenty fourth is the Otani shirt night without with his head all over it. That would be a uh, prime uh, 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 prize there. And definitely going to go on the 25th and hopefully catch one towards the end, maybe the last game, see if I can ca- – last home game, see if I can uh, – because the players throw out – they throw out stuff. They throw out their gear sometimes at the end of the game. Ooh. I'm just curious to see if all these players are – they're all going to be there still, right? The Trout and everything, they're all going to be in the, in the dugout still showing up to these games. I right, Otani? Depends. It depends on – the uh, the injury, what their physical therapy is, and so on and so forth. So it just depends on them. I don't know for sure, honestly. We'll find out. Hopefully they're there. Hopefully, it's, it's yeah. I'll be I'll be fanboying it this last week. I'll be uh, uh, yeah. And I, I, now I see the 29th. It's a home game because I have been to the last home game and not sat near their dugout and saw that they throw out stuff. So you know, bring my kid over there and go for uh, it. Put her on my shoulders. Oh. My Go kid's a little it. too big to do that anymore. Uh, and I don't will. forget, okay. don't forget to bring some cards out there. Just saying. Oh, just saying. always, 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 always with right. cards. <laughs> so, folks, if the podcast was a, little, was a little disjointed, there's a reason for it. It is, you know, the end of the season. We are looking at this team and going, okay, what next? And we're feeling the same emotion you're feeling. Okay, he just John just noted that I changed my position on playing the players. The point now you played these guys. Hopefully, what we're seeing now is the rock bottom. It's been a struggle these last four years, but the minor leagues have, I don't, I'm not going to say stars, but it has depth now. The Angels have something to work with. Let's see what the, how they go from here. That's my final thought for today. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Talking Halos. Search for our page also on Facebook at, at the Talking Halos group. You can find me on Twitter at DC Apollo. You can find John at Jace Crane John. You can find Jared at Jared underscore Tims. You can find us all over the podcast and world Spreaker, Apple Music, you name it, we're there. So for John, for Jared, the entire team here at Talking Handles is Derek C. Paul saying we are out of here and we'll talk to you this weekend. control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed.
You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.